This is God's servant Dilip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word. We bow before your word. We acknowledge you are the word. We thank you, Lord, that you want to reveal yourself to us. Reveal yourself to us in the word. And Lord, you want to bless our life with your word. And so we are here to receive. Lord, we, we commit ourselves into your hands. Our hearts are open, our minds are alert. <clears throat> our whole being is receptive unto that which you want to speak. Speak to us, Holy Spirit. Minister in this place, precious Holy Spirit. Have your way amongst us, Lord. And be glorified. Exalt Jesus and, and glorify the Father. Hallelujah. Yes, we need. We need your revelation. We need you, Father. We, we love your word. We're excited about your word, Father. Thank you. Thank you for your word. Give you praise. Give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. We must believe that when God speaks, that God is able to do what he says. Amen? Amen. We, many of us, we believe. We say, oh Lord, we believe the word, but I don't know if it will happen. <laughs> That's because you don't believe that he is able to do it. Amen? We must, we must believe in what he's saying and we must believe in what he's able to do. Also, we must believe who he is. Amen. Who he yes. is. Who he is, what he speaks, and what he's able. Yes. Three things. Who he is, what he says, and what he's able. Three things are the core things of our believing. Amen? Sometimes we believe one of it. Yeah, I know. I, I know. It's not enough knowing. Amen? I know God can heal. God can heal. I know God can provide. Amen? It's just a knowledge. Amen? So that, that's, you, you, you believe what he can. Amen? But we must believe who he is. Amen? When we believe who he is, you, we will believe that he's, he, he will do what he Amen. said. Because he is righteous, he is just, he will perform what he says. Who he is, amen? The very, very person of God. God is truth, God is love, God is able, God is just, God is... That's, that's who he is, amen? So... <clears throat> That will be another thing you need to study. Okay? Go and look into the Bible and see who God is. Secondly, go into the Bible and see what He is able. What He says. What He says. Amen? Thirdly, what He's able. Everything He says, He's able to do. Amen? So the Bible says, Abraham believed God. Amen? That he did not waver in unbelief. Amen? And... Uh, God counted it as righteousness. Righteousness. Amen? And he believed that God who has promised is able to perform. He believed God is able to perform. That God will perform. Amen? Hallelujah. So we come from chapter 4 to 5. You know, we go all the way down. Just go. Let's go. We'll go down a little bit. Amen? Let's go to the last few verses, okay? Okay. 
So through as through so then as through one transgression there resulted condemnation. This is five eighteen. Five? Romans five eighteen. By the way, we are in the book of Romans. <laughs> amen, amen. Hallelujah. Good to see James and Merlin, Jonathan and Rima. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. They have come from Cochin and I was with we were with them. Had a very blessed time. So then, as through one transgression, there resulted condemnation to all men, even so through one act of righteousness, there resulted justification of life to all men. One act of righteousness. Amen? Say one act of righteousness. These are, these are very key words. One act of righteousness. Amen? Not ten acts of righteousness. One. Say one. one. Say one. one. One means? One. That means only what Jesus did. Not what you do. You understand? <laughs> One act of righteousness. Amen? You and I and all the rest of human beings are justified provided you believe. Amen? So, one, so, so the one act of righteousness resulted justification to, of life to all men. For as through the one man's disobedience, say one man's disobedience. The many were made sinners. We all know that. Amen? Hallelujah. Sin came into the world through? One man. One man's disobedience. Even so through the obedience of one. Say one. one. So the obedience of one. one. Who? Who is that one? Jesus. Jesus. The obedience of Jesus. Jesus. The many will be made righteous. righteous. So it's not through your obedience. It's through the obedience of Amen. Jesus you are made righteous. Amen? Amen. So, so Paul wants you to cut off from works. Amen? Amen? But then we, when we found that we have to do, have obedience. Amen? Amen. We found that in, uh, in, uh, uh, in Romans chapter 1 verse 5, it says it's the obedience of faith. Paul says, I preach the gospel so that the obedience of faith will come. Amen? Amen. And also in Romans chapter 16 verse 25 and 27, he says the same thing. Amen? Amen. So many times we find that obeying in doing. Obeying in? Doing. doing. No, obeying in believing. Obeying in? Believing, that's obedience of faith. Obeying in? Believing. Believing. So again he says, you will obey from your heart. Obey from your? Not with your hands. Obey, obey from your? So with, the, with your heart you? Believe. So your obedience is in? Believing. From your heart, in believing. Amen? When you obey God in believing, you will end up doing what you have believed. Amen? Yeah. When, when, when the Bible says, do not lie, you are not trying not to lie. You are believing, you will not lie. Because the spirit of righteousness is, Lord, I believe, I'm not called to lie, I am not going to lie. Amen? The more you believe it, the more you live it. You will live what, I, what you are believing. Amen? Hallelujah. I, I, I said this uh, illustration, I said, uh, did I, I think last, last week I said, the carpenter does carpentry. The teacher, teaching. The plumber, plumbing. Amen? Like that, each profession will, amen, do what they, what they're called. Amen? Amen. The driver, drives. The sinner? So are you a sinner? <laughs> so, so the thing is, 
when you say i am an old sinner then your profession is sinning no you are righteous by the blood of the lamb amen and the righteous will do right you got it see the devil has messed up the the body of christ you know saying oh we are all sinners you will remain like that you your profession will be sinning amen you understand the carpenter does carpentry the plumber does plumbing your sinner does sinning so that's why we need to have a we need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind to believe what god is saying with regard to our life amen who we are the moment we got saved we became the righteousness of god say i'm righteous i'm righteous only by the blood amen i i am i'm righteous by his obedience amen amen i have his righteousness i have his righteousness and i'm clothed with righteousness i'm clothed with righteousness amen hallelujah so uh verse 20 i'm just recapping and then we go uh verse 20 and 21 the law came romans chapter 520 the law came in so that transgression would increase so what was the law given for transgression would increase because lawless only after law comes you know you know that you're breaking the law amen so then every every everyone who is doing what is wrong according to the law is sinning so that's why transgression is so when there is no law there is no transgression there is no sin amen so the law came in so that transgression would increase but where sin increased grace abounded all the more i want you to know when sin is increasing in the world grace is abounding for you to make you walk in grace will reign in righteousness amen unto eternal life that's where we're going so that as sin reigned in death so even so grace would reign through righteousness to eternal life through jesus christ our lord so where is grace reigning in righteousness amen so all that we need to do is keep on believing 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 what god is saying believing what god is saying amen with regard to every problem with regard to every situation with regard to every situation believe 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 say believe, believe. that's why you are called a believer what does a believer do believe, believe. what does a sinner do sin <laughs> i think it's very simple no it's not complicated nothing is complicated it's very down to a simple things god speaking amen So let's go to Romans chapter 6. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin so that grace may increase? Amen. The, so I think I think some people want to talk about grace in that manner. No, that's not what Bible says. Uh, Bible says may uh, Paul says may it never be. Say may it never be. Ah, yes. How shall we who died to sin still live in it? Amen. We have died to sin. We are not living in it. We are living in Christ. I'm not living in sin I'm living in him amen my uh, my my residence is in Christ amen no more in sin amen hallelujah we 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 used to sing me and deliver and all used to sing uh, in in my dad's choir the song I once was lost in sin but Jesus took me in and then a little light from heaven filled my soul it filled my soul with love and wrote my name above Then talk with Jesus makes me whole. 
Now let us have a little talk with Jesus. Let us tell him all about our troubles. He will hear your faintest cry and he will answer by and by. And feel a little prayer wheel turning and you know a little fire is burning. You will find a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Little talk with Jesus will make everything right. Amen. Hallelujah. Or verse 3. Or chapter 6 verse 3. Or do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ have been baptized into his death? How many of you believe that? You're baptized into his? Means you are immersed into his death. You've been become one in his death. You've been become? When Jesus died, you died. I died. We all died. All who believe in him died. When Jesus rose again, we all rose again. We are already risen. Amen. In the spirit, we are already Risen with Christ and seated with Christ in the heavenly places. That's what Paul said. Amen? Some of us are waiting to get resurrected. No, you're already risen with Christ and seated with Christ in the? Am I I speaking scripture here? Thank you. So, therefore we have, uh, therefore we have been buried with him through baptism into death. So that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we might Walk in the newness of life. Walk in newness of life. Amen. For if we have become united, say united. United United with him in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be united in the likeness of his resurrection. Amen. Knowing this that our old self was crucified with him. Amen. Where is my old self? This is all nailed on the cross. Amen. Died. Amen. It's no longer I who lives. Amen. Amen. Say I am not living. Christ is living. Amen. Hallelujah. His righteousness reigns. His, his, his grace is upon me. His spirit is on me. Amen. His spirit is in me. His grace is in me. Everything is in me. Amen. Now if we have died. Okay. Now if we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Okay. I, I, I skipped. Okay. 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 For he who has died is freed from sin. sin. Say I'm free from sin. Amen. See, we, we are being indoctrinated to just focus on sin and not on righteousness. Why? Because from the childhood, the, our parents will say, most of the time they'll say what we shouldn't do. Amen? The Bible says, teach your child in the way he should grow. We are saying, okay, what we shouldn't and we'll end up doing all that. Because that, that shows us we don't have the capacity to obey. obey. Amen? And do. We don't have the capacity to obey and do. And God knowing that, He gave us His grace. His enabling. His empowering. He gave us His Spirit. And He gave us His righteousness. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, now see, uh, we know that nobody could obey the law. Nobody could obey the law. And uh, Christ is the end of the law. So we, we, let's go. Let's go. We, we go. we go in the scripture. This is good. Amen. So knowing that Christ having been raised from the dead is never to die again. Death is no longer master over him. For death he that he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life that he lives, he lives to God. Even so, even so, consider yourself to be 
dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. So when Paul says, consider, say consider. Amen. Put yourself into that account. Take into account that you are dead to sin and alive to God. God in Christ Jesus. This is what you should consider. What's my consideration? What am I considering? In every situation, what am I considering? I'm considering that I'm dead to sin. Then if I'm dead to sin, I'm, there's nothing in me that is alive to sin. You understand? Then I'm alive to God in Christ Jesus. This is what I'm considering. This should be your consideration. Amen? In every situation, this should be your Consideration, I'm dead to sin, I'm alive to God. 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 I'm dead to sin and all that sin can do. <laughs> Man, in my life. I'm alive to God. This is my consideration, amen? Hallelujah. The day we gave our life to Christ, the day, that day we died with Christ. Amen? And we believe that we are alive in Him, with Him, because Christ has been risen from the Dead and he is alive in us and death, has, death no longer is master over him and death is no longer master over us. Now we consider ourselves as those who are dead to sin and are alive to God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 12. Therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its lust. So, so sin shall not reign in your mortal body. And do not go on presenting the members of your body to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but present yourself to God as those alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. Say members. What are members? Your mind, your emotion, your will, your heart. With your mind you think, with your emotions you feel, amen. With your heart, you meditate. Bible says you meditate with your heart. You ponder. You you are analyzing. You are you are kind of you know processing. Heart is where everything is processed. Amen. Hallelujah. Contemplating. Yes. And with your will, what you do? Make decisions. Decisions. Amen. Jesus had to let his will be his father's will. So I have to make my will my father's will so that my decisions are his decisions. Amen? I'm not deciding based on what the world is saying, what people are saying, amen, what my neighbor is saying. I'm not deciding based on what I feel. <laughs> Many times we are deciding on how we, no, I felt like, you know, we should go this way, so I just went that way. That's your feeling. No. Don't depend on your feeling, amen? No, you need to make decisions based on what your father is saying, knowing his will, amen? Hallelujah. Knowing his will is not difficult. You say, Lord, I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do. My, my, my being says, this is what I should do and I don't want to do it. <laughs> amen? Uh, Lord, if, if, uh, if it is your will, I, my, my being doesn't want to drink this cup. Jesus' prayer. I'm paraphrasing. My, my being doesn't want to drink this cup, but if... It is your will that I drink this cup. I surrender my will to your will. Not my will, but yours be done. You see, that's the simple decision we need to make in every decision. Amen? That's our choice. It's a choice. We, we make the choice to obey our Father's will. 
so that we, our decisions will not go crazy. Amen? We will not just end up in some ditch. Why I say that? Because I've ended up in many ditches, making my own decisions. Amen? So this is good advice coming from experienced hands. Okay? It's good advice. Amen? See, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm driving from Tiruvalla to Kotam, okay? And Dilip has driven at least, you know, a hundred thousand times maybe in, in all these years. I don't know. At, at, at least three thousand times. Okay? Now, I have not driven in these roads. If you come to America, I'll tell you what is happening in those roads. Now, he says, after Chingavanam, okay, you go, there is a big ditch on the right side. Amen? And he'll tell me, so that I am, why is he telling me that? Because he has gone before me. Amen? He's seen the ditch. Now, he doesn't want me to fall into the ditch. That's what the Lord's telling you. He goes before you. He tells you, don't go that way. Don't do this. So it is better to know his will so that we can make the right decision and not end up in ditches. Is that, is that sound simple? Yeah, it's very simple. This, none of these things are complicated. Amen? When you take you to some high fonda theology and all, then you will not understand, I will not understand, none of us will understand. Amen? Now, but God speaks to us very down to earth, very simple things. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. So, so he says, present the members, members, say members. So that's, that's the members, your members of your, of your inner being, amen? Your mind, your soul being, amen? Your mind, your will, your emotions, your uh, heart, all this, your soul being, amen? Now you have your physical being, your eyes, your ears, your sense of smell, sense of taste, sense of touch. That's your physical being, amen? And also you have, you, have, you, have, you, have, you have your organs, your cells, your organs, everything is your, it's all members of your being. Huh? Now what does Paul say? Present it as instruments, say instruments, unto righteousness. The scripture has been there for donkey's years in this Bible. And now we are not presenting anything, we are not, we just get up and just go. And then God can't do anything with our being, Why? We have not given it to you. We are on neutral gear. We think that, okay, ah, God's with me. But God's, God's not going to encroach into you. I want you to know the spirit, oh, spirit of God will not encroach. He'll not encroach into your mind. He'll not encroach into your will. He'll not encroach into your heart. He'll not encroach into your emotions. He'll not encroach into your eyes, ears, sense of smell, sense of taste, sense of touch. He'll not encroach into your physical being, your cells and organs, nothing. He's not going to encroach. Amen? He's just going to stand back. Now you present it to him. What he'll do? He'll take over. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, now you, you, you come to me and you say, I, my hand is... Dislocated. Now, now, now you say, can you help me? Can you help me? I can't help. If I'm, if I'm the doctor, I can't help you to put it back unless and until you give your member to me. <laughs> you give your member to me. Understand? That's how God works. Now you got it? You getting it? Is it simple? No. Now you want God to move in your life and you don't give him anything to move. That's what I, I used to be. I used to be. I want God to, oh Holy Spirit, move in my life, take over. What take over? There is nothing to, 
Take over because I have not. And now, now, now we'll study the word present. Say present. present. The word present, amen? Present. Are you listening? Okay. Put this in your heart. The word present is two words, okay? The first, so it's, it's a compound of two words, okay? I'm not a Greek scholar, but you know, I just study, okay? And so when I studied, I found it's a compound of, it's a two words. One first word is narcissus. Narcissus, okay? It, 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 that's, where, that's where the word narcotics come from. Are we familiar with that? Narcotics, when I said narcotics, everybody woke up. Uh. Drugs, you know, ah, uh, yeah. So the second word is uh, the word histame. Histame, okay? Means stand. Stand. Say stand. Say narcotics. Stand. So the word present is stand under narcotics. Stand under means you stand drugged. Stand. I'm preaching into the camera. Those who are watching me online, I'm not asking you to take drugs. Watch this, okay? Don't, don't, don't clip this and put it on YouTube. He said to stand under drugs. I'm telling you. People do all kinds of crazy things, man. But they don't know. Before they, before they wake up, fire will come. Amen? I said, you touch me, man. You touch God. You play with me, you play with Fire, fire, man. That's what I told the guys in Kotanad. And they understood it. Because fire came, you know. So let's, let's go up and let's not be decided. So stand under the influence. Stand under the influence like a drug. Amen. That's the word present. Amen. So he says, present your members as instruments unto righteousness. That means, means you, you are drugged under righteousness. Your being is drugged. You're doped under righteousness. So what, what's controlling you? See, anybody who has taken drugs, I have not. You know, that doesn't mean I'm a holy guy. <laughs> so anybody who has taken any kind of drugs, I have taken drugs, coffee. I used to drink coffee from morning till evening. I had withdrawal symptoms. I had vomiting, everything when I stopped it. You know, like a druggie. <laughs> because I used to drink coffee from 5 in the morning till 7 in the evening every 15 minutes. So you can imagine how much coffee. My mother said, everybody dies drinking alcohol, you will die. Sorry, everybody dies drinking alcohol, you will die drinking coffee. <laughs> and I thought that's a very, very sound, you know, <laughs> instruction. So I decided not to drink coffee and die. <laughs> I'm not a believer. I was not a believer. I just, you know, used my will to stop. Amen. See, by the way, you can do, use your will like I know then. See, if you're using your will to walk this Christian life, I'll tell you, you're constipated. You're constipated Christians, like walking like that. Come on. We, we, we all know what we are saying, okay? But this is freedom, amen? This is freedom. So, so when you present, when you present, when you come under, put your being under the influence and stand under the influence of righteousness. Righteousness takes over. Amen. Amen? And make you do everything right. Your mind will think right. Your heart will meditate right. Your will make, will make decisions right. Your emotions will be right. Your eyes will see right. Your ears will hear right. Your sense of smell will smell right. And your sense of taste will taste right. Amen? So that you go pass by KFC. You will not walk into it. You will just pass by it. Because you know... 
Righteousness will tell you, don't go in there, eat all the fried foods and make your stomach go crazy. No amen for it. <laughs> See, by, by people's, I, I've been in ministry for a long time. By people's response, I know what is going to their mind. <laughs> oh, is he saying I shouldn't go to KFC? No, go have KFC. Not every day. Amen. Once in a while, okay? Amen? And when you eat, don't think that you are sinning, okay? Because you, when you, whether you eat or drink, you should do it by faith. Otherwise, you sin. You need to believe that, okay, KFC is going to do well with me. Not every day. Once in a... Oh, amen? Is that okay? Oh, you're happy. Now you're all smiling. Okay. <laughs> so present. Say uh, present. So, so get up in the morning. Present your being. Amen? I, I, I do that. I present my whole being. Amen? To the Lord. My sense of touch. You know, I touch people and I should... Everything is right. Everything is... Righteousness reigns. Amen. And grace reigns in righteousness. Amen. I'm under the influence. I'm drugged in righteousness. I stand drugged in righteousness. What a word, amen. What a word. I, I read this Roman so many times and never understood. Thank God. Thank God for... This is a time. Amen. This is a time of the church. This is a time God's waking us up to the truth. Amen. Glory. So, so uh, uh, it says... Uh, <clears throat> Therefore, do not let... Verse 12... Uh, Chapter 6, verse 2. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body, so that you obey its lust. So sin cannot reign. Amen? Sin can only reign when you give your being to sin. As slaves. Paul says, as? Ah, you give your body as slaves. Now you present your being. Get up in the morning, present it to, the, to righteousness. What will happen? Righteousness will reign. Amen? Lord, I, I receive the power of righteousness and holiness into my mind to think right and think holy. Into my emotions to, for my emotions to be right and holy. Into my heart to meditate right and meditate holy. Into my will to make decisions that are right and right, decisions that are holy. I receive the power of righteousness and power of holiness into my eyes to see right and see holy. Into my ears to hear right and hear holy. Into my, into my sense of smell to smell right and smell holy. Into my sense of taste to taste right and taste Holy, amen? Into my sense of touch, to touch right and touch holy, amen? Into my cells in my body for it to function right and function holy. Into every organ in my body for it to function right and function holy, amen? I speak to my body and say, hey, listen, righteousness reigns here. Become right. Right? Ah, you can't go wrong. You need to become Right. Yes. Every organ. Pancreas become right. Amen? Like that. <laughs> See, you're, you're presenting. You're present. You know, you, because you've already presented it to righteousness. Righteousness. This is what Paul says. I'm not saying it's written in the Bible. We all read it, man. Now we understand what presenting is. You know, come under the influence. Stand under the influence 
of righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. So present, pre, but present, verse 13, but present yourself to God as those alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 14, for sin shall, then, then what happens? For sin shall not master over you. When you do that, sin will not master over you. Why? Because sin has no command over your being. Your, your, your flesh has no command over your being. Well, who is in command? Righteousness is in command. The spirit of righteousness, absolutely. The spirit of righteousness, the Holy Spirit, you know, the spirit of righteousness will start to reign. Sin shall not master over you, for you are not under the You are not standing under the no. written law. Where, where are you standing? You are standing under grace. grace that enables you to walk right in God's righteousness. Grace that enables you to walk right in God's righteousness. That's where you are standing. Amen? Amen? Romans chapter 5 and verse, uh, uh, verse 2 or 3 says, We stand on this grace. We stand on this grace. We stand under righteousness. Amen. Under the influence of righteousness and we stand on the grace that enables us to walk in that righteousness. God has given us righteousness and it is grace that enables us to walk in that righteousness. You can't walk in righteousness. Say, I can't walk in righteousness. Grace enables me. Amen. Don't go back to the law because you can't obey the law. You can't obey one traffic rule. Then what, what about God's laws? Road learning out traffic rule obey yam betanilla. Pinna ni law obey yam bonna. You can't obey the law because you don't have the ability to obey laws. You, God has given you the ability to believe. Amen. Only. Amen? Because man failed. When he gave the law to Moses, man failed from, you know, every human being failed. Now, if he, if he gives it to us, we will also fail. You will fail the law, 100%. I will fail the law. Amen? Because no man could fulfill the law, only Jesus could. That's why Jesus came as man, because some man has to fulfill it, for God to take it out of the picture. Amen? So, Jesus came, and he fulfilled the law. And I, amen, became one with Christ, and I have also fulfilled the law. You have fulfilled the law. Because you became one with Christ. So Christ is the end of the law. He is the one who has fulfilled the law. Now we don't need to go back to the law. That chapter is over. That's the old covenant. Amen? Now we have stepped into the new covenant. New covenant. Amen? Now don't go back to the old covenant because you couldn't fulfill the old covenant. In the old covenant, God didn't fail. Who failed? Man failed. Amen? In the new covenant, amen, God's not going to fail and man Jesus is not going to fail. Man Jesus is not going to fail. Amen? So I'm not going to fail because I have been, I'm with Christ. I'm in Christ and I will not fail the new covenant. Amen? You see? So this is a fail-proof system. Everything else failed. The new covenant in the blood of Jesus will not fail. You will not fail. God will not fail. So it's a, it's, it's, it's a covenant of fulfillment. 
man that's why it's sure it's certain it's absolutely you know happening man for sin shall verse 14 chapter 6 sin shall not master over you for you are not under the law but under say i'm under grace you're not under the law you're not under the written law of god you are under grace amen so when you stand under grace what happens grace reigns in righteousness unto eternal life through christ jesus that's what we read in the last verse of chapter 5 grace reigns in righteousness unto eternal life through christ jesus amen so that's why we are under grace what then shall we what then shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace may it never be may it never be paul says may it never be amen <clears throat> verse 16 do you not that do you not know that when you present again the word present yourself to someone as slaves for obedience you are slaves to the one of the one whom you obey either of sin resulting in death or of obedience resulting in righteousness now he says what this obedience is read the next verse but thanks be to god that though you were slaves to sin you became obedient obedient from the that means you became obedient in believing believing obedience of faith man so you didn't become obeying from your action from your heart from your heart in believing not in doing amen so so if you, if somebody said okay don't do that you will end up going and doing that that's that's the nature of man amen now when we shift from that place it's not that i'm not going to do that lord i'm believe i'm going to believe i will not do it why because the word tells me not to do it when i start believing righteousness kicks in amen righteousness manifests when you believe and grace and powers righteousness amen and you will do right not by your doing but by your believing so your empowering is not from your being your empowering is from his being amen. from his spirit by his grace in his righteousness amen, amen? amen. is that okay we all know that we've been functioning the other way we say grace we say righteousness and we'll try to do we'll try to and not believe not believe and uh, uh, like i said no we will use our will to kind of walk you know according to what the bible says and we are to walk in obedience so we'll use our will and unknowingly listen to me unknowingly we will end up believing and and righteousness will help us walk and that's how many of us have walked without actually sinning amen unknowingly this principle has been working but we have we've been trying to initially we are trying to do our use our will our own strength our own strength and ability see the 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 the, the greatest thing in all the all the bible is is god trying to tell man you know that man cannot do anything on his own he needs god man your dependency on him on his grace on his righteousness on his power is all that he wants to work in and through each of our lives we are weak he is strong and his strength is perfected in our 
Weakness. Sons of God. Yeah, that's where we're going. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Having been freed from sin. Say, having been freed from. Okay, okay, okay. Let, let, let us. Okay, verse 17. We'll read verse 17. Because Paul says in verse 16 that we must obey. Uh, you know, we, we, we submit ourselves to obedience. Amen. Resulting in righteousness. That obedience is in believing. Okay, that's what he says in verse 17. But thanks be to God, though you were slaves to sin, slaves of sin, you became obedient from the heart, not from your body. Obeying from the heart to that form of teaching which you were committed. So there needs to be a certain level of commitment, amen, to obey what you are taught. Amen? So you are taught. You've been, t- been t- taught by the Lord. We've all been taught by the Lord through this, these weeks. And you know, even before, before I came, you've been taught by the Lord. What is, what is uh, the part we need to do? Commit ourselves to believe. Commit ourselves to believe what we are taught. Commit ourselves to obey in believing what we are taught so that we will end up doing right because righteousness will always manifest when you believe and grace will empower righteousness to do what is right. And having been freed from sin, you became slaves to? Slaves of? Righteousness. righteousness. Hallelujah. Amen. Slave, the word slave means to come under. To come under. Amen. As a born slave, as in bondage. Come under in? Bondage. So you become, you become in bondage to righteousness. <laughs> what a place to be. Totally subjected. Become a born servant of righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. We are now liberated or set free from sin and have become slaves unto righteousness. Hallelujah. Verse 19. I'm speaking in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. Paul saying, I'm speaking in human terms. For just as you presented your members, again he says the word members, man, as slaves to impurity and to lawlessness, that's what we did before, amen? We just gave our whole being to any kind of wickedness or evil or whatever our flesh told us because the, the, the Satan has, you know, just... Okay, I'll, I'll share with you something. It just popped up. I'll share with something later. Okay? Uh, so now, so he says, resulting in further lawlessness. So when you, when you present yourself as your members to lawlessness or impurity, you know, it goes into doing further lawlessness. Lawlessness. Man? When you present yourself into doing righteousness, what will happen? You will do more into righteousness. Go in more and do righteousness. So it's our choice whether we want to get up in the morning and give our whole being unto righteousness and believing in God rather than believing in what I'm, I'm believe, I'm, I want to believe and what uh, the world wants me to believe, what the devil wants me to believe. Amen? I'm telling you, see, you can walk in freedom. You know, the world is full of sin, you know, adultery, morality, all kinds of filthiness. You can walk through the world with your eyes open and righteousness will reign in your eyes. And even if you say nakedness, you will not be tempted. Yeah. Because the processing is, is different. You understand? The processing is in righteousness. So you're not, you'll not go into lust. Because sin has no dominion, power over your being. It has no power. It's not mastering. Who's mastering? Righteousness is mastering. Grace is reigning. Amen? So you see, this is, this is freedom. This is real freedom. Amen? You walk in absolute freedom. You can walk through the red street and you'll be free. Amen? You are not tempted. 
Maybe I can give you homework. If you, if you go and read, uh, look at the word temptation. Amen? What's the temptation? The temptation is uh, not about sinning. Yes, temptation is about sinning. Amen? But you know what the real temptation is? Yeah, what, what, yes, temptation does not make you sin. Okay, temptation will prompt you to, prompt you to sin. But the thing is, what's the temptation? What's the temptation? We, we, we go, go, and, go and listen to uh, this Thursday, this Friday Bible study, okay? So Eve was tempted. He was, tempted. what's the temptation? What's the temptation? Okay, temptation is with the, the fruit. Say with the fruit. What's the real temptation? To believe what he says. And not believe what God said. That's the temptation. Tem the real temptation is to believe what your circumstance is saying. And not what God is. That's temptation. When Jesus taught his disciples not to lead, lead, you, lead us not into the temptation of unbelief. Believing in what God, not what God is saying, but believing in what the world is saying or what my being is saying. Man? That's the thing. So you, you believe what your being is saying. Your being says, okay, go, go, go and do drugs. Go and do this, go and do that. Amen? You're believing in what? That's a temptation. But if, if, if righteousness is reigning in your being, your being can't speak. Your being can only speak what is? What God is saying. Amen? Now, the world is saying something, but righteousness is reigning. So what do you end up believing? What righteousness? You see? So you're not, not going to fall into temptation because you are constantly in the mode of believing. Believing in righteousness. Believing in? Amen. So even there you are free. Oh, I'm not going that way. What if I get tempted? No, no, you're not going to be tempted. Temptation is not going to overcome you. Amen. With every temptation there is a way out. The way out is the way of righteousness. Amen. I believe now the word makes sense, no? Yes. Lord of the word makes sense. I, I didn't want to go there. But praise God. Amen? So, uh, for when you were slaves of sin, verse 20, you were free in regard to righteousness. Therefore, what benefit, uh, what were the, what benefit were you then deriving from the things of which you were now ashamed? For the outcome of those things is death. You know that, I know that sin will produce death. Sin will? Sin will drain you out of life. Drain the life out of you. Amen? Listen to me. When you sin, the Holy Spirit is not going to jump out and, you know, go for vacation. No, Holy Spirit will stay there. Amen? Your righteousness is not going to go. Amen? Grace is also not going to go. When you sin, you know, when you sin, you want to not have fellowship. Not have fellowship. You feel guilty. You feel guilty. The devil will say, oh, you did wrong, you know. You better hide and get some fig leaves. 
Is that what happened? Huh? Okay, that's what sin does. Sin causes you to hide from God. And try to cover, justify your wrong. Cover yourself. That's justifying your own wrong. But the Bible says if you sin, you know, go to God, confess, acknowledge that you have sinned. And He is faithful and righteous to forgive you of all your sins and cleanse you also. And put you back in fellowship. Amen? Amen? You're getting it? See, this is not talking about we living in sin. Okay? This is talking about we living in righteousness. The Bible talks about we living in righteousness. And it tells us all the consequences about sin because those who want to live in sin, that's where you'll end up. Yeah. You'll end up being separated from God. Like Paul says in Ephesians chapter 2, we were separated from God. Alienated from God. And uh, darkened in our understanding. You know, led astray by, the, by our own fleshly fantasies. We are not there. I'm not there. You are not there. Amen? So we don't need to about actually engage our mind on those things. What should we engage our mind on? Righteousness. I'm walking in righteousness because he has given me his righteousness. I'm righteous by his blood. And I say I maintain my position as righteous and I, I maintain my nature, his nature of righteousness. And not by my strength but by his grace. But by his grace. His grace enables me to stand in righteousness. He makes me stand. So are we doing anything? We are only believing. Only thing we are doing is believing. The rest God is doing. Amen? Because God is not impressed with your doing. Amen? Because He has already done it on the cross. Now you can't add to that. He doesn't like anybody adding to that. He wants us to surrender to it, acknowledge it and say, Lord, I believe. Every time you try to do, you disregard what He has Done. That's the danger of it. And that's self-righteousness. Amen? You want to prove that you did something also. Amen? Okay, I, 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 I spoke to somebody. See, now, we, we, we've all been religious. We admit we've all been religious, you know? See, we've been taught, you know, in the old days, you know, like, uh, okay, uh, you face a situation, then what you do is next thing is you go into fasting. Go into Fasting. Why are you fasting? Oh, we are fasting because, you know, we are having this problem, you know. Now you go and ask Jesus why he fasted, for what problem he fasted. What will he say? Will he say that he had some problem to fast? No, the Bible says he was led by the Spirit. That was not a problem. Those who are led of the Spirit are Children of God. So who fasts? The children of God. Fast. For what? No, just to be with the Lord. Not for any. And not to resolve issues. Amen? Where did that come from? From works. Works. You need to do something so that God can, you can get God's attention. Otherwise, God's going to go on vacation on you. You need to really question. Look at the mirror and say, did God go on vacation or did I go on vacation? Because then it's easy to understand right from Matthew, Luke, John, 
you know, from uh, Mark, we can we understand that he is Emmanuel. He doesn't go on vacation. <laughs> Emmanuel doesn't go on vacation. Emmanuel is with me. <laughs> he doesn't sleep, doesn't slumber. <laughs> He's intimately acquainted. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Before one hair falls onto the ground, because I don't have, I've saved it. But even before I shave one, he knows which number it is. Amen? You don't even know. I don't know. He knows. Amen? Now you think that he's gone on vacation that you need to fast and bring him back and get his attention to you? We've been indoctrinated, religiously indoctrinated. We, we have, listen, no, I, I believe not in, in, in 100% of the body of Christ. I believe maybe... 10% will teach you to believe. Amen? 90% will teach you to do. You need to do that, do this, you know. Yeah. Go on the mountain, climb steps, you know. Offer in the shrine, this. All the religious people, you know. Yeah. So there's no difference between, you know, go to that uh, pali, this pali, you know, that, you know, offer this thing, you know, that thing, you know, climb 200 steps, you know. Then there's no difference between we and Shabirimala, you know, we are all same. We are all doing. True? Somehow get God's attention and so that we can get something from God. Amen? Ah, but the Bible says in Romans chapter 8 and verse, I believe it is 32, 33, 32. He who did not spare his own son, how will he not also with him give you, free, freely give you? Say freely. Give us all things. Ah, okay. So all things are given freely. Why? Because he gave us his son. In Him we have all things freely. You can receive freely. You don't need to stand on your head. But do go and fast, not because you have a problem. Go fast. Amen? Go fast because you want to spend time with God. Now, now you can fast, you know. Uh, I was talking to somebody and, and, and uh, he enlightened me also. In a sense, he said, you can fast uh, not having food. Not having food. But I think we need to fast not having phones. Now, uh, Jensen Franklin had 21-day fasting in his church. So one week is no TV. One week is no phone. And one week, no food. I'm telling you, if you can keep your phone, you know, Maybe draw, if you have a well, drop it into the well. So that you cannot <laughs> go back and get it. You, or, 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 or do and give it to your pastor. You don't need to give him the code to unlock it. So that he will find the content. <laughs> what you are watching, what you are. But you say, pastor, next one week I am giving my phone to you. I am fasting from... I think that's the most important thing. Amen? Fast from TV also. Fast from? Fast from all the serials and all the other things. I'm telling you, you will be really amazed at how loud God is speaking to you. You will be starting to hear God louder than Facebook and Twitter and, you know, WhatsApp and all. 
I am telling you. So fasting is to disconnect yourself from anything that has taken your attraction away from God. Amen? I, I, can, I, can, I can fast uh, on food. I don't have any issue. I just shut my being, you know. I tell my stomach, hey, listen. Listen, I speak to my body. Say, listen, no food. Huh? For 21 days, no food. Shut up. Shut down. Shut down. Everything, system, shut down. And shut down. I can go anywhere with you. You can have steak and I'll have not one drop of saliva in my mouth. I know people who, you know, who are fasting, they'll run away from food. No. I can sit, I can cook, I can make all kinds of things. I can you know, serve you ice cream and I'll be fine. Because my being is shut down. Amen? But I, 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 I want to, and I, I make it a point, you know, to keep my phone away from me. When I'm praying. When I'm spending time with the Word. I don't want to attend. I want it to be on silent and I want to be away. I'm not attending anything. Amen? Why? Because I want to give my attention to God. I don't want those things to distract me. Do that. When you read the Bible, do that. Amen? Do, do, do those things. See, at the end of the day, I'm not talking. Again, don't go into religious routines. Okay? Don't go into works. Oh, you know, this is who I am. I don't take my phone. It, it's, it's the Lord, the Lord, uh, the Lord loves your commitment. Amen. He loves your commitment to the things He has called you to do. So when you are slaves to sin, we were, you were free in regard to righteousness. Verse twenty-one. Chapter 6. Therefore, what benefit were you deriving from the things of which you were now ashamed? For the out outcome of those things is death. We know that we never benefited from sin. No? I, 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 I'm sure none of us have ever benefited from sin. Amen. Sin will only bring misery. Amen. Believing will bring glory. We know that because God told Jesus says, Martha, you believe and you will see my Every time you believe, you'll see glory. Now, don't, don't go to God and say, Lord, show me your glory like Moses did, you know. No, you believe, you'll see glory. Now, you are not in Moses' time, okay? Where you need to see some light or some aura or something like that, you know. His, his face shone with glory. Amen? We are in glory. The church is glorified. Amen. So we're free from sin and its slavery and its bondage. We're free from sin, its slavery, and its bondage. And we are enslaved to God in the Holy Spirit. We are enslaved to God in the Holy Spirit. We are subjected to His righteousness, yielding our be beings to stand drunk in it. Amen. The very, the, that, the very influence of it will penetrate into our whole being dominating us and having total control over our life in everything what righteousness amen and the benefit of it is that we are sanctified or set apart for god's purpose verse 22 but now having been freed from sin enslaved to god you derive your benefit say benefit 
say I have benefit. When I present myself to my, the members of my being as instruments unto righteousness, I have benefit resulting in sanctification. God will set me apart. God will set me apart. What's the outcome? Eternal life manifesting. Now, a lot, lot of us are wanting to have eternal life when we go to heaven. No, you have eternal life here, by the way. You are already living in eternal life. Amen? The spirit of life is in you. Amen? Eternal life is in you. That eternal life will manifest in righteousness. Not in, not in anything else. When, when you believe. Amen? We are free from sin. And slave to God. Now we are deriving its benefit. Which is life and life in abundance. Which Jesus came to give. Which will result in sanctification. Amen? God, God cannot work with something which is not set apart. Not set apart for him. Like I said, unless you present, unless you stand, yielded, submitted, drugged <laughs> unto in righteousness, God can't move. God can't move. We want God to move. Oh, Holy Spirit, move. And the Holy Spirit will tell me, ask me where you want me to move. Because I don't see any space to move. Because you have not presented I, any, any real estate. Because you have not presented anything to me or righteousness. Amen. When you present your being to righteousness, then I can move. Then I have space to move. Otherwise, we can go and this. I, I, I'm telling a lot of things which I have done. Okay, so I don't think that I'm talking about. I have also sat and told the Lord, Holy Spirit, move in me, move in me from morning till evening, and all I've said, you know. And we can have these tarrying meetings also to see the move of the Spirit. Maybe after sometimes you tire, you become tired and give yourself, then he moves. <laughs> I think that, that's how many of the moves are happening. <laughs> because you, you sit in his presence after sometimes you get, you know, <laughs> you're tiring. You're actually not tiring, tiring yourself. After you get tired, the Holy Spirit takes over. <laughs> because when you come, you are full of yourself. You understand? Then the Holy Spirit can't move. So, so the thing is, you know, many, many times I, I have I've ministered to people and I said, you need to step out of the driver's seat. Step out of the driver's seat and let God drive. No, I, I tell you now, I got revelation. You need to stay in the driver's seat and let God drive. Amen? Because God's not going to drive because he's going to make you drive. You need to yield your being for him to drive you. Drive you in the right direction. Amen? A lot of people are stepped out of their driver's seat and say, Oh, no, the Lord will do it. The Lord's not going to do anything. Amen? You give your being to him, his righteousness, his grace, his power, his resurrection power will start to manifest. And he will work through us. Remember, remember this. God is always working through us. Amen? Amen? If, God, if God wants to do something, you know, He can actually do it without us. Amen? Now, He has engaged us and called us to be children so that we can actually be His person. Be His person. You are God's person on earth. You represent God. You represent His grace. Yes. You represent His life. Yes. 
you represent everything he is on earth. Amen? Now we all know we have not been doing that because you know we've been trying to do it. Amen? We've not been believing. The problem is believing, man. We, we're not believing. So, so when, 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 when I let God, you know, work through me, then I can actually get to where God wants me to go. So, so, so the, the, Lord, the Lord is always working through His church. Amen? Church is His... Church is his glory. Church is his, his person on earth. You are his person on earth. Amen. Let's go to verse 23. The wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. We know that free gift has come through salvation. And we know that salvation has come through when we believed in our heart and when we confessed with our mouth. And when we believed in our heart, righteousness kicked in and grace came. And the Spirit of God came in us. Amen. Hallelujah. Every empowering of God came in us. Right from day one. Okay. So the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. I'm not going to go into uh, chapter 7 because you can read chapter 7. Okay. Now I'll, I'll quote some things from chapter 7. So we go into chapter 8. Chapter 8. Let's go to chapter 8. For those who... Okay. Somebody... Uh, put, Please uh, put chapter 8 up. Chapter 8, verse 1. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life has set us free from the law of sin and death. So we are no more under the law of sin and death. Say, I'm no more under the law of sin and death. Which is the law of sin and death? The old covenant. The old covenant, the Mosaic law. Now, which law we are under? We are under... The law of the Spirit. The law of the Spirit. Say, I'm under the law of the Spirit. So there is no condemnation. You need to understand. You need to understand. Understand the word law. What, what, when, when you say the law, when you say the word law, what, what comes into your mind? Government. Government. Jurisdiction. Amen? Authority. Amen? That's what comes. Amen? So, uh, we are not under the law of sin and death. So, the law of sin and death came through disobedience, unbelief. Unbelief, disobedience, amen? Unbelief caused them to do what the devil told them to do, amen? Now, God, uh, God said all the laws to the children of Israel, and they did, did they believe? No. They also didn't believe, and they ended up doing Opposite to what the Mosaic law said. Amen? So what happened? Sin happened. What happened? Death happened. Sin brought death. Now, we are no more under that law. We are under the law of the Spirit. Means the jurisdiction, the reign, the administration, the governance of the Spirit of God. You are under that law. Amen? You are not under the written law, which every man disobeyed and came under sin and death. Now you are under, me are, we are under the law of spirit. Law of the spirit. Ah. So read, what does it say? The law of the spirit of death, what has happened? 
has set us free from the law of sin and death. So you need to understand, you are no more under the law of sin and death, which is the old covenant. You are under the law of grace, and the law of grace has set you free from the law of sin and the law of death. What does it say after that? For what the law could not do, weak as it was. So remember, what the law could not do, the law in itself, the law in itself is not bad, is very good. Why? Because it is from God. But the law could not do anything with the flesh. Because the flesh was weak. Amen? What the law could not do, weak as it was through the flesh, God did. Now God did. So the flesh could not do anything in fulfilling the law of Moses. The flesh, no human being. Amen? So God sent his son. Amen? In the likeness of sinful flesh. Now Jesus has to come in flesh. Why? Because no human being could. Yeah. So now Jesus comes, what did he do? An offering for sin. He condemns sin in the flesh. So Jesus condemns all our sin in his flesh and crucified it. Amen? Go. So that. Listen, listen, listen to this carefully. Read it. So that. Say so that. The requirement. Of the law. Remember. Now, now many people want you to go, and, go back and uh, stay in the old covenant. But here it says, the requirement of the law will be, might be fulfilled. Who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Go next verse. For those who are according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who are according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. So the thing, the th just go back to verse 4 once again. So the requirement means what the law required. What the law required of you and me has already been fulfilled. Now, do we have to go back to the law? No. It's fulfilled in whom? In Jesus Christ. So now, if you are going to teach the law and say you need to fulfill the law, it's already fulfilled. So, the, the law cannot require anything from you and me. Amen? So, if you're going to go back to the old covenant, you disregard the new covenant, you disregard Christ, you disregard what he has done on the cross, and you're teaching Mosaic law. You're off your head. When I say that, don't get angry at me. You're off your head because, you know, it says, so that the requirement of the law will be fulfilled in us. How? Through the law of the Spirit. Go rewind one, one more time. Verse 3. For what the law could not do, weak as it was through the flesh, God did it sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh as an offering for sin. He condemned sin in the flesh. Now, either you can have Christ, amen, or you can have the old covenant. Amen? 
the old covenant has led us to grace grace all 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 the intention of the old covenant is to take us to faith 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 believing and not doing you know because man cannot do and please god how do you please god See, you getting it? Amen? So don't, don't go and, and listen to people who, uh, who try to tell you you need to obey the no. law. Because you can't obey the law. When you, when, you, when, you, when you stand saying that, okay, I need to obey the law, you disregard Christ. I, I, don't, I don't know how people can, how people can actually uh, tell us that you need to obey all the law and tell us that, oh, I believe in Jesus. No. No, you can't. No. The law is a tutor. Galatians. The law is a? Say teacher. I'm leading us to faith. 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 Amen? So the law in itself could not accomplish what God wants to accomplish. Why? Because man failed, not because God failed. Not because the law has failed. Law is good. Now that's why he fulfilled the law. Amen? Why? Because we can't fulfill it. He fulfilled it through his son. So that the requirement of the law is not, not asked of me because Jesus fulfilled that requirement. Now why, why, you, why, 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 why do people want you to go back and you know, do the law? No, because the requirement of the law is already fulfilled. In those who believe. Amen? So that the requirement of the law may be fulfilled in those who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the... Walking out in the spirit is walking in righteousness, walking in faith, walking believing God. Simple, no? So, so, so the thing, because otherwise, otherwise you and I cannot even step into heaven. Amen? With the law of God, you can't step into heaven. Christ is the end of the law. Yes. Everything you need to believe. Amen? Now, if you want to be in bondage, you know, be my guest, be in bondage, go and try to do the law. And I'm telling you, fail, fail miserably. Because, because all, the, all, all the people from Moses all the way to Christ tried to obey the law and they failed. Except Jesus. He fulfilled the law. Amen? Okay, read further. What, what does it say? For the mindset on the flesh is death. Six, mindset on the flesh is death. Mindset on the spirit is life and peace. So mindset on the flesh is about doing. Amen? What my flesh can do. Mindset on the spirit is believing. Amen? Mindset on the spirit is? Believing. Always believing what the spirit can do. Not what I can do. What the spirit can do. Through me. What the spirit of righteousness can do. What the spirit of grace can do. Amen. Spirit of all grace. The Holy Spirit. Amen. We think in the flesh. We think carnal. We end up, ended up doing it, going in the opposite direction. Amen. That which God wants us to go. We are unable to heed to God's counsel because of what? Because of that we are unable to walk by faith. So anytime you, you, you're going to depend on your flesh, oh, I'm not going to sin, I'm going to do this, I'm not going to do... You, what you're saying? I am, I am, I am. Who said I am, I am, I am? The devil. 
Amen? So, so <laughs> I will ascend, I will this, I will, I will, I will. Amen? So it is all you. That's the nature of the devil. Amen? So it is not what you can do. It's not what, what you, it's what, what he can do. It's what who he is. Who he is in you. What he can do and what he gave in you. What he has done in you. Is what all that matters. And you just believe that. Amen? And you'll do well. You will do very well. I'm telling you. In this life. You will not struggle. You will not strive. You are not actually, you know, pulling your hair to walk in righteousness. You'll just walk in righteousness because that becomes your nature. Amen? Righteousness becomes your nature. Righteous, righteousness is reigning in you. Amen? And you are under it like, like you are under, under drug. You are under the influence of it. Every part of your being is under the influence of righteousness. Okay. However, you are not in the flesh, verse 9. I'm going to close. You are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Say, I'm in the spirit. Say, I'm not in the flesh. Amen. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you, but if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, uh, he does not belong to? We all have the spirit of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Some people will say, only when you speak in tongues, you have the spirit of God. No, the time you... Be Commit, gave your life to Jesus, Spirit of God came inside of you. Amen? The other thing is a different thing. Amen? Hallelujah. It's the Spirit of God coming upon you. Amen? To empower you. Amen? For, amen. Hallelujah. If Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, yet the Spirit is alive because of? So when is the Spirit coming alive? In righteousness. <laughs> the Spirit is alive only in righteousness. And when is righteousness coming? When I'm believing. How many times Paul has to say the thing over and over and over and over and over again in this book of Romans, right from chapter 1 all the way down. See, see, he, he's trying to drum it in, amen? Yes. Telling us, don't go back to the works, don't go back to the law. You know, stand believing and righteousness will kick in and righteousness will empower you, amen? And grace will empower you in righteousness and make you walk like how Jesus walked on the face of the earth. Amen? I'm telling you, we can walk like that. Hallelujah. 1 John 4, 17, so 4, 18. As he is in the world, so are we. Amen. I believe that. I believe as Jesus was in the world, so am I. Amen. I have his righteousness. I have his spirit. Amen. I have his word. Amen. But if the spirit, this is, this is a scripture we said. Yeah, but if the spirit who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he, raised Jesus, he who raised Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal body his, through his spirit who? So th this, this, is, this is saying you will not, even your physical being, a man will be imparted with the life of the spirit so that even your flesh will not be able to do anything other than what the spirit wants to do. Amen. This is actually what the scripture is, but we use it even for healing. Amen. We pray, Lord, uh, your, your spirit can bring life to your mortal body when any organ that is dead shall come to life. Amen. It's, it's okay. It's okay if you use it in that sense also. It's, it's okay. It's the spirit of God that's going to empower your flesh. Amen. To walk in life. Amen. So then, brethren, we are, not, um, no, we are under no obligation not to the flesh to live according to the... We have no obligation to the flesh. Flesh is there, but it can do nothing. Our being is not going to oblige to anything that the flesh is saying. We're just going to walk in, a, in absolute, in the, in the, 
They say in the ninth cloud, seventh cloud, I don't know where it is, you know. <laughs> we just, uh, just go on a cruise, amen. This is life, amen. I'm telling you, this is real. I've been practicing it. I'm not just preaching. I've been practicing it. I found that the Holy Spirit inside of me just, just takes over. And, and my God, I want to do a lot of crazy things, but I won't. I won't. I won't, actually, because I can't, you know. That's a power of righteousness, my God. You can, he, he will steer you in a play, into such a, such a place that you can only do what is right. See, no, none of us are perfect, okay? When I'm not yielding to that spirit, you know, I can make mistakes. But I, don't stay in your mistake. Listen, when you sin, don't stay in sin. Come back. Amen? See, Bible talks about sinning. Amen? Bible talks about living in sin. Two, uh, two, two different things. Living in sin is not good. <laughs> You're going to end up in... If you sin, you, 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 you can end up in trouble, but you, know, you can just get back. Amen? Yeah, immediately. Just, just repent, you know, ask the Lord, tell the Lord, Lord I, I was not doing right because not, I was not thinking right. It's not about doing, it's about thinking. See, Lord, I was not doing right because I was not thinking right because I was not believing right. So where did it end up? It ended up in believing. You're not, you're not thinking right because you're not believing right. So you're not doing right. Repentance is change of mind. Your change of mind comes by believing. How simple it is, no? We heard all these things, but it's, now it's all like a connected, no? Awesome. So, so okay, I'm going to close here, okay? Give me five minutes. Even if you don't give me, I'm going to take so, brethren, we are not humble. <laughs> under obligation uh, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For you have not received a spirit of slavery, leading to fear again. We have read this scripture so many times. You know? But you have received a spirit of adoption as sons, by which we cry out, Abba, Father. Amen. Now, what's this fear? We have read the scripture. You know, I, I was, what's the fear? What's the fear we have? Okay, let, 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 let me make it Malayali, okay? Malayali is here? Okay, I know there's some Andhra people is here. But Malayalis, we're Malayalis, you know. Uh, we ask, if, you, if we ask, uh, you know, Endonda means how are you? The answer will be Korpaila. Korpamila means there is nothing wrong. Why are we answering there is nothing wrong? Because we're always thinking of, fearing something will go wrong. So what's a fear? Fear of doing wrong. What's a fear? The fear of sinning. You have only one fear. That fear is that you fear that you will do sin and you will die. You fear death. The, the root of all fear is death. And death comes from sin. Because death reigns in sin. So anytime we, you, you, you see you have some fear, the root of it will be that you're afraid you'll die. Amen? And, 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 and the reason of it will be that you have done something, you feel something is 
wrong. So God has not given us a spirit of fear. Say spirit of leading into slavery. We are not, sorry, spirit of slavery leading to fear. God has not given us a spirit of slavery leading to fear. He has given us a spirit of adoption as sons. Now, now watch this. From chapter 1 to chapter 8, where did Paul bring us? Into sonship. Sonship. Make us understand, amen, you're God's children and you're called to walk right by the power of His righteousness, enabled by His grace. And those who are led of the Spirit are? Ah, we're going to walk like God's sons and daughters. Amen. You need to decide that that's how you're going to walk. I'm just going to come under the influence, stand under the influence of righteousness, present. My whole being unto Righteousness, amen. And grace will reign in righteousness in me unto eternal life. So what's manifesting day in, day out? Eternal life is, is, is manifesting. Life and life in abundance is my portion, amen. I walk in it. Jesus came to give that to me, amen. So I'm not thinking about death. I'm not thinking about sin, amen. I'm not living in fear. Anytime you are in fear. See, the Lord told me, the Lord told me, see, even before I went to uh, the hospital, you know, and, you, know, you know, getting into that place of, you know, facing death. The Lord told me, do not fear. Do not live in fear. Amen. Do not live in fear. Live in love. Amen. Live in my love. love. See, one of the things I, I want you to pray, okay, is tell the Lord, Lord, reveal to me the love you have for me. Amen. Reveal to me the love you have for me. Day in and day out. Amen. And I'm telling you, you will not live in fear at all. You will not live in fear about your future, fear about your children, you know, what will happen to my children. Perfect love casts out fear. That's the thing. So if you stand in love, fear has no place. Amen? So we have not, you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again. But you have received a spirit of adoption as sons by which you cry, we cry out, Abba, fathers. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are. So the Holy Spirit is testifying with my spirit and your spirit that you are a child of God. Now anybody wants to dispute it, again go and fly a kite. <laughs> Amen? Hallelujah. So, so, so it, it is to bring us to a place to know who we who our father is. Know who our father is. And know the depth, the breadth, the length, the height of his love. Amen. And if children, who are we? Heirs also. Amen. Heirs also. Heirs of God, fellow heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, we also may be. Glorified. There are some issues that we go through. It's hard, difficult. This is somebody, but there's me. We are going to be glorified in Him. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. You close. You happy? Sort of. You 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 learn the word present. You will present. Huh? Present your members. Don't do it religiously. Get up in the morning, you know, we, we used to do the Lord's Prayer religiously, you know. Psalm 23 religiously. Our Father who is in heaven, I love you, thy name, blah, 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 blah. 
Don't do kind. Engage with God. Say engage. engage. Amen. Hallelujah. Engage with God. Amen. When you commune with Him. Amen. See, see, when God knows that you are serious. Amen. I'm telling you, heaven gets excited. The Spirit of God gets excited. Everybody in heaven, angels, everybody gets excited. And they're just going to come, you know, just walk with you through the day. Amen. And you will reign in righteousness. Amen. Grace will reign in righteousness unto eternal life through Christ Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Every temptation is, is a temptation for you to not believe in what God says. Amen. Yeah. We can, we can, we can, we can actually, uh, like Paul has mentioned the deeds of the flesh, we can mention it. That is mentioned only for us to identify whether we are in the flesh or in the spirit. That's not mentioned for us to actually meditate on it and, you know, study it so that we can do it. <laughs> the deeds of the flesh. No. Amen. And the, whole, and the Spirit of God will convict us. Bam. Amen. Convict us of righteousness. Amen. Amen. Like that. So we're not going to go wrong. We're going to go right. right? right. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this time. Thank you for your word. Yes. We love your word. Your word is awesome. Yes. And we thank you for your word. We thank you for your spirit. Precious Holy Spirit. We thank you. I pray that every word that you've spoken will, will settle in our heart. And it'll bear fruit, Lord. Hallelujah. Supernaturally bear fruit. Hallelujah. The power of the Spirit will move over this word. And Lord, it'll accomplish what it has been sent forth for. Hallelujah. Sent forth for. It will fulfill it in our lives. Lord. It'll bring forth fruit in our lives. A hundredfold fruit, Father. To this end, we commit ourselves. Each of us, Lord. All of us, we commit ourselves to you. Amen. Let your word reign. Let the righteousness of God reign. Let grace, we, let us stand in our grace. Let we stand under the grace. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, for such a privilege that you've given us through Jesus Christ to receive all these blessings, all these benefits, so that we don't have to strive. I mean, we don't have to struggle. That we are free. We can live in your freedom. Amen. Live in the glory. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Lord, I bless your people. Bless them, Lord. Bless them, Father. Continue to minister to them through the rest of this week. May your name be glorified. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, this is Nishad Dilipkoshi. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.